What's up, everybody? This is where you want to be. Welcome to Progressive Talk Live with your host, Dusty Smith. This is episode 14, and we got a fucking amazing show for you tonight. We're going to talk about Trump telling people to inject disinfectant into their veins. We're going to talk about the very principled Kal Kalinske. So principled, Kal Kalinske. We're going to talk about the Vosh versus Sean feud. The left is eating us up, motherfuckers, and I'm here for it all week. And we're going to talk about how Sean Hannity is killing his audience. So stay tuned for that. As always, got an amazing show for you guys. How's every fucking body doing? Hope you had a good week. Hope you're staying safe and healthy out there. I got a sad story to tell you guys right off the top of the bat. True story. So uh, you guys know, like, I have an animal sanctuary, right? Um, I actually just registered a church under my name. It's the uh, Humanist Church of Mississippi. I just registered my name, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to run this animal sanctuary under my name. And I'm like, I didn't, like, go through the proper channels to, like, file the paperwork and everything to have the city sign off on me actually having a sanctuary. Because I'm like, I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm just going to fucking do it. You know, there are animals that are going to be put down right now, right now at the shelter. I'm going to go get them. I'm going to rescue them. And uh, I don't fucking need anybody's goddamn permission for this shit. So, like, I bought me an old house uh, in a small Mississippi town. And uh, it's like a 3,600-square-foot house, and most of it's empty. And so I have, like, a whole big section for the cats, a whole big section for the dogs. And I have this big section outside that we've had fenced off for the dogs. And so in the daytime, we let the dogs out there. So uh, two days ago, I'm sleeping, and uh, Kelsey comes and wakes me up. And she says, Dusty, there's cops at the door. And uh, they're with animal control, and they're saying that, like, we're in trouble. And I was like, oh, God damn it. So I get up, I put a shirt on, and uh, I go to the door, and there's three cops out there, right? And uh, they asked me, how many dogs do you have? First, they said they had a complaint. We had a complaint that your dogs are barking too much. And they said they're barking at night, which is a bullshit lie. Our dogs are never left outside at night, ever. They've never, not once, ever fucking been left outside at night. We, we take them out in the morning time, and we bring them in before it gets dark. And so somebody's just basically lying on us. So they said, how many dogs you got? I said, well, we have seven dogs and uh, a bunch of cats. And they're like, and they handed me this piece of paper. And they're like, well, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to have seven dogs here in town. We have fucking ordinances against that. You're only allowed to have three dogs. And like one of them had like this dog catcher, like this rope thing to catch fucking dogs and shit. And uh, they're like, we're going to give you a citation, and you have to go in front of the judge and like plead your case to the fucking judge and shit and uh and so man it was really odd what happened basically i kind of teared up you, know, you guys know how i do sometimes i get kind of emotional and i teared up and i gave a really impassioned speech right through my porch to these three cops about how i uh, went to the pound and i rescued these dogs they're about to put down and uh try to give them a good home and nobody wants these dogs they were just about to kill them and i'm just trying to help them out just trying to save my dogs and i like stood up to the cop and looked in my face and i said these dogs are basically my children you really gonna come here and take my children dude you really gonna take my children and uh what ended up happening was one of the cops, I guess I struck a chord with him. It was like some Jedi mind shit. And he like made the other cops go away. And he said, uh, don't worry about it. He said, here's my phone number. If you ever have any more problems, you call me and I will help you take care of it. It was fucking wild, man. And they like went away and left me alone. So like I... No, we say all cops are bastards, but this guy was actually really nice. I really struck a chord with him. Uh, he actually went away for a little bit. And he came back, and he gave me his number, and he asked me, like, where are you from? 
And I was like, well, I'm from Greenwood, Mississippi originally, which is the Delta. And he's like, oh, man, I thought you were from California or some shit the way you sound, which a lot of people tell me, like, I sound like I'm from California, which is odd because I definitely had, like, a thick southern accent. But anyway, so it was really cool. Like, she turned out pretty good. But, like, at the same time, like, I can kind of understand why my neighbors are a little bit pissed because the dogs do bark out, bark a lot out there. Um, so we're going to take steps to make sure that, that happens less. I'm going to get, like, this, uh, I already ordered it, like, this cloth uh privacy screen that goes all the way around my fence so the dogs actually can't see out it to bark at people and i'm only gonna let them out like a certain time i'm not gonna let them out there all day anymore they didn't really want to be out there all day they want to be mostly inside they like to just sleep and so uh i'm gonna take more care to make sure they're not there barking all the time so the neighbors don't complain anymore but anyway it all fucking worked out so far so good hopefully i won't have any more trouble we'll see what the fuck happens let's see what you guys gotta say in the chatty chat chat um Hello, David Michelle. How are you doing? Good to see you. Lies on this channel. I know I'm such a goddamn liar. If there's one thing everybody knows about me, it's that I lie. Man, I don't really like Vosh. Don't see what anybody likes about that guy. I don't even think it's Vosh. Like, uh, what he was saying, what he's been saying lately is right. Vosh has been right. Now, I do have a little few critiques where he's not completely consistent about everything. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but mostly, like, Vosh has been exactly right what the fuck he's been saying. And he says it well. And, like, the good thing about him is, like, he has, a, a, like, a young audience that he influences, which is great because those people annoy the shit out of me and I can't handle, like, trying to influence them. So I'm glad somebody can do it. So, uh, Teared Up Dusty can change the world. I know, man. Get a lot of emotional and shit and show people you have passion about stuff. And, like, and of course, a lot of that, to be honest with you, I'm just going to be 100% honest. Like, uh, I think a lot of it had to do with white privilege. Like, uh, and it, not that it matters, but all three of the cops are black. And I, th I just really th think that they treat, even black people treat white people differently. And I think if I were black, the outcome would have been a lot different. But I think that since I stood up and I spoke eloquently and, and confidently, um, that it just kind of, I don't know, my white privilege really helped. Maybe not. Maybe that's just my imagination. But that's really what I think. Um, Vosh has made me resubscribe to him at his latest round. All right, that's cool. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Dusty passed the persuasion check. I know I had a good role on that one. I'm glad because that could have definitely gone bad. They could have taken my fucking dogs away from me and I would have freaked out. But I like, seriously though, I have a registered church. I should be able to run an animal sanctuary under my registered church, right? Church basically, having a church basically allows you to go with anything, as far as I'm concerned. Dusty invite Voss to your show for a talk. All right, I will talk uh, maybe to Voss to see if he wants to come on the show to have a conversation. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, let me say. All right, as always, you guys know how to support the show, right? Patreon.com slash Codcast. Dollar or two a month. Five dollars, ten dollars, a million dollars. Whatever you can afford, folks. I'm actually not a million dollars. Don't send me a million dollars. Um, I'm only trying to get to fifteen hundred dollars a month. We're at uh twelve twenty nine right now. Doing pretty good. If you want to help me get to fifteen hundred dollars a month, I appreciate it. After that, I'm gonna stop taking uh, donations for a while. Eventually, I might take more than fifteen hundred dollars a month, but for now, that'd be plenty uh, for everything I need. So. Uh, if you want to help out the show, please consider doing it. Patreon.com for slash podcast. And as always, Super Chats, Light Blood the Show, Super Chats. No questions dodged, every question answered. Super Chats. And let's see, uh, got a few Super Chats already. Asher Scott, hey Dusty, you should talk to Vosh about your theory on leftist YouTubers grifters. You two actually have a lot in common. He has strong arguments for why even commies should vote for Biden. Okay, I will look into talking to Vosh. I don't know if he wants to come on this show or not again, because uh, I caught him... Beverly Hills man bud a few times because um, I was irritated with him. But uh, like I said, like I've said this before, just because I criticize you doesn't mean I don't like you. 
And just because I like you doesn't mean I'm not going to criticize you. I And if, like, you can't take me criticizing you, then I guess we can't be friends because I'm just, I feel fake as fuck only criticizing people I disagree with. That doesn't feel right to me. So I just, I can't do that. But as long as you can take, like, you can criticize me too. Like, what the, who the fuck am I? I say stupid shit all the time. I can take your criticism. As long as you can take my criticism, like, we don't have to be butthurt at each other. It's all good. I, I criticize my own mom, even though she's the best one I've ever fucking met in my life. She still says dumb fucking shit all the time. So, you know, just the way it is. Um, appreciate that. $10 from JT. What's up, JT? I will be 10 on it. Appreciate it, JT. You were amazing. I think you still have the uh, largest super chat in history, so you are still the heavyweight champion. MD299, out of all your animals, do you have a favorite? Um... I really like Baby Yoda for some reason. I don't know why. I guess because she's the little baby kitten, and so she's my favorite. But uh, I'm not supposed to have favorites. Uh, hey, I can't really see what this says because the cat's in the way. Hey, what up, Dusty? Hey, these MAGA bro... Cat! God damn it. Where's my squirt bottle? I can't fucking see. Move out of the way, cat! Uh, or something, something. think we are ahead of it now, though. Last time Hillary didn't have this much backup online. Uh... Oh, my God. Where's my squirt bottle? I can't see. Cat, get out of the way. Cat, move. We got 11 cats as always. Move out of the way, cat. Move. I didn't. I'm trying to throw a napkin at him. Get out of the way, cat. Move out of the way. There you go. I moved him out of the way. Uh, hey, these MAGA bros are losing their mind. I think we are ahead of it now, though. Last time, Hillary didn't have this much backup online. Yeah, it's like depressing. Um... It's not just the MAGA bros, man. It's the, uh, the I don't call them Bernie bros because I'm a Bernie bro, technically. But like the Bernie and Buss people, the new left is really proving her, horseshoe, her, uh, horseshoe theory is a real thing, which is depressing. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Breaking Bad on f Hey, that's very generous. Thank you, Breaking Bad. I'm going to uh, take your comment very seriously because you have bought my love. At Walmart today. And saw that stupid ass presidential chess at Walmart. They had the press really at Walmart. Did they have Biden on it or whatever? And I thought to myself, Dusty is right, and we are a cat. Would you please move? Move. Get out of the way. Cat, move. Move out of the way. Move. Cat, get the fuck out of the way. God damn it. Move out of the front of the TV. Fuck. All right. Sorry. Can't see because the cat's right in front of the TV. I can't read your shit. Um. And thought to myself that Dusty is right and we are in a simulation because this is a joke. While I was laughing, I realized I looked crazy with my mask on because nobody could see that I was laughing. Yep, I heard that. Simulation theory is actually pretty probable in my opinion. And I've actually heard like a lot of people start mentioning simulation theory recently. Like I was watching that show Dave, which has Little Dicky, which is a Jewish rapper in it. It's an okay show. A lot of dick humor and, and diarrhea humor and stuff. But the show's okay. And he was actually mentioning simulation theory, too. So I've been seeing that a lot lately. And it's uh, actually a really good theory, in my opinion. Makes sense to me. And, like, that's also why I don't worry about death too much. Because, like, if this is a simulation, who knows what the parameters of the simulation are? So it could just be, like, forever non-ending, non-existence when you die. Or there could be, like, an afterlife built into the simulation. I have no clue. So since I don't know, I don't worry about it. And also, like, I will never know death. I will never fucking know it. Because when you die, like, if it really is just nothingness, you won't know it. Because you'll be nothing, right? You might know the process of dying, but you'll absolutely never know death. So anyway, appreciate that, Breaking Bad 094. You're amazing. I love you. Thank you. H.S. Ross. What's up, H.S. Ross? How you doing? 
If you get any more trouble with city ordinance, do you think you need to move further out into the country? I don't have money to do that. That'd be nice. But uh, hopefully I can handle it. I think I know what to say now to them if they come back. I did take the steps that they recommended I take, and so I hopefully are going to be okay. The animal sanctuary here is out in the country where there are no limits on dogs and cats. Yeah, like if I had the money, anybody wants to donate enough to me to buy me a house out in the country, I guess I would take it. Not really sure what I'd say about that. But anyway, for now, we're all right. Appreciate that. I refuse to unendorse rapist Biden. You refuse to, oh, if I refuse to unendorse Rape and Biden, I will forever be remembered as a weak coward that sold out the revolution. I know, right? But uh, I guess that's from Bernie Sanders 999. I mean, it's not great. There was like sort of new evidence come out today that the allegations against Biden might be true. I mean, they're still kind of a little bit iffy. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. But at the same time, like, even if it is true, the alternative is a guy who has been taken to court for raping a child and has, like, 27 sexual assaults against him. So, like, still the lesser evil is much, much lesser, and you should vote for that. Like, we shouldn't punish our entire country, especially with things like global warming and uh, the Supreme Court maybe losing women's right to choose. We shouldn't punish ourselves because of what Biden did 30 years ago, in my opinion, even though it's shitty. But we'll talk about that later. And uh, Max Powers, for some reason, it's not showing your message. It's cutting off. I don't like this new fucking, this new bullshit. This new goddamn bullshit that YouTube is forcing you to use. It doesn't, like the old thing doesn't work anymore. The old uh, YouTube classic doesn't work. So they have this new shit. And so I can't see your message. So I guess I have to wait till somebody else messages so it'll pop up. This thing sucks ass. What the fuck is wrong with this stupid bullshit? Lousy. Are they out of lockdown in New Zealand soon? Gonna be weird, but over. Hell yeah. Time to fuck. Time to fuck like bunnies. Fuck everybody. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. That's what I uh, suggest you do. And I know that. I see Dexter Ward gave me $100, but it won't show up over here. What is wrong with this fucking YouTube shit? You're like a trillion dollar goddamn company, YouTube. What is your fucking problem, dude? Why can't I read your stupid bullshit? Anyway, thank you, Dexter Ward, for the $100. That is amazing of you. You're an incredible human being, and I love you so much. All right, we're going to read the Super Chats after I do a little bit of the show. First off, we're going to talk about these goddamn new lefties. This just proves horseshoe theory is true, folks. That uh, the far left, which I actually used to consider myself a part of, but not really anymore, is very close to the far right in a lot of ways. Here's Angie Speaks, who is one of uh, Peter Coffin's acolytes. They have a little click together. This is the kind of shit that these bread tubers are putting out. Seeing all the rad libs simping. Oh, my God. Imagine using the word simp unironically if you're on the left. Simping over Biden guarantees that I'm going to come when Trump wins. Yeah, it's going to be awesome when Trump wins. As long as it hurts the people I dislike. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck how horrible it'll be to our country? Who gives a fuck how many people suffer? People I don't like don't want Trump to win, so yeah, I'm going to come when it happens. What a fucking, God, what a piece of shit. What a fucking piece of shit you are. And here's another one. Same person, Angie Speaks, who is terrible. If Trump, is Trump winning a desirable outcome for me? No. But will it be hilarious? Give me pleasure to watch the liberal establishment score an own go? Hell Yes. That's not my doing if Trump wins. The liberal establishment has nobody to blame but himself. Yeah, it'll be awesome to watch if Trump wins, won't it? I'm so petty. 
that I'm willing to throw my whole country under the fucking bus just to make the people that I don't like miserable. I'm not an amazing person. No. No, you're a horrible fucking human being. Like, you would rather a fucking fascist win than admit that Biden is the better candidate. That's how fucking far gone you motherfuckers are. It's ridiculous. Bread tube. Stand up against this shit, man. And like some bread tube is stand up against this shit. There's like a rift happening in bread tube. We're going to talk about it in a minute with Vosh versus Sean. And I'm happy to see it. Here for it all fucking week. But a lot of bread tube has a fucking problem. A lot of them are goddamn Trojan horses. And like Liz says, oh boy, I sure do love watching the Nazis rise in Germany. Is it a desirable outcome? No. But it will give me pleasure to own the Social Democrats. Hell yes. That's exactly what they're doing. Just these petty fucks. These horrible motherfuckers. Who pretend they're progressives, but there's nothing fucking progressive about this, folks. They're fakes. They're phonies. It's a fagazi. Need to stand up to this bullshit. So anyway, this is what a lot of people on the new left are doing. They're spreading these narratives that make their audience much less likely to vote for Biden. Which does help Trump to win. Like, if you have a left-leaning audience that could be persuaded to vote for Biden over Trump, or that normally would vote for Biden over Trump, but you use your platform to convince them, or to encourage them, or to influence them not to, then that absolutely is helping Trump to win. I'm sorry, it fucking is. That's the way the goddamn shit works. And there's a lot of people doing this right now. And so that's where the beef between uh, Valsh and, uh, another example of this, Jimmy Dore, Shitting on Bernie. Like, Bernie has, what, 50 years of consistently fighting for the people. 50 years of being a decent human being. 50 years of trying to help. And now people like Jimmy Dore are just going to throw him under the fucking bus every chance they get for no goddamn reason. Here he is, talking about fighting to save the Postal Service. Just like our hero Bernie would do. And those are all issues that we need to focus on. But tonight I want to focus on uh, one particular institution and that is the United States Postal Service, which at this moment uh, is facing very, very difficult challenges. Uh, and All right, America, let's stand up. Let's fight back. Uh, let's work with the great unions that we have in the Postal Service. Let's fight to protect the Postal Service. Let us make sure that the U.S. Congress does the right thing. So, of course, Jimmy Dore got to take a shot at him. Let's fight. This is a cartoon now. Yeah, you're a fucking cartoon now, Jimmy Dore. Like, get fucked, dude. And so, uh, this brought up the feud between Sean and Valsh that has taken place recently on both Twitter and YouTube. And uh, Sean has been kind of spreading this anti-Biden narrative. It, it's this thing that a lot... It's like, Sean is not the greatest example of this, to be honest with you. Like, Sean has done his part, but there are other people that are much more guilty of this than Sean is. So we're just using Sean as an example right now. But definitely people that are way, way, way worse than Sean is about this. But uh, he's been spreading kind of this anti-Biden narrative. And Sean has an incredibly left-wing fan base. Like I said, people who are more likely to vote for Biden or could be convinced to vote for Biden. And he is convincing them with his rhetoric not to vote for Biden, which helps Trump. It absolutely does help Trump. Um, and I agree with rational disconnect. First off, Sean says, a whole lot of Americans are mad at me, a British person, for not supporting Joe Biden enthusiastically enough. But I don't get how it works over there, being British and all. But I might recommend you spend your time trying to convince people who can maybe actually vote. Well, yeah, we do. We can do both things. We can call you out for influencing your very left-wing audience 
not to vote, which helps Trump, while at the same time also calling out Trump supporters. Like, it's not either or, why not both? And he says, uh, and if enthusiastic support of a middling successful British YouTuber is what is going to swing this election, Biden fans have larger problems to be concerned with. No one's saying that you alone are swinging this election. We're saying that you, along with a lot of other really popular lefty influencers, are spreading this narrative that makes your audience, the people you influence, much, much, much more likely to vote for Biden, or not, not to not vote for Biden, or to not vote at all, which helps Trump. And Trump only won by 80,000 votes spread across three states. So it's a very slim margin, and all this stuff does add up. No, we're not saying that any one of you in particular has the ability to swing this election. But we're saying all of you who are spreading this exact same narrative together, it adds up. And it does help this very narrow margin of victory that Trump might need to win. And so it's important to push back against. That's all we're saying here. You just need to take uh, responsibility for how you're influencing your fan base. That's all we're asking for. And I agree with Rational Disconnect here. This is beyond irresponsible and sad. This is the exact same excuse that every alt-right shit poster skeptic uses. I'm just one little guy. I have no responsibility for what I say to my hundreds of thousands of fans. I just post memes. That's exactly right. You do influence people. Own up to that shit. Admit it. At least say, yes, I understand that my opinions are influencing people. And I'm okay with that. I stand by my opinions knowing that they're going to influence tons of people. And I'm confident enough in those opinions to have them influence tons of people. Instead of just trying to play it off like, what, me? Influence? I ain't never influenced nobody. What is influence? I don't even, what are words? Just pretending to be stupid when you're clearly not is annoying and insulting to people's intelligence. So anyway, there was a whole, whole, whole long list of tweets from Sean that started this feud off. Uh, here's another one. I won't vote for any party that doesn't give me something to vote for. Not being as bad as the other guy isn't something to vote for. Avoiding things getting worse isn't something to vote for. There are things to vote against. And I actually went to him and I said, okay, well, here's tons of good things to vote for. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, I laid out a whole fucking laundry list of shit to him. Here it is. Well, how about these things to vote for? Can you explain why these things are not worth fighting for? Ensure the U.S. achieves 100% clean energy and economy. Uh, reaffirm the Civil Rights Act prohibits employment discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, support transgender and non-binary people in the workforce. Stop employment discrimination in the federal government. Treat LGBTQ service members and veterans with respect that they deserve. Um, why is this stuff not worth fighting for? Create a new renter's tax credit to help more low-income families. Biden will work with Congress to enact a new renter's tax credit designed to reduce rent and utilities to 30% of income for low-income individuals and families who may make too much to qualify for Section 8 voucher but still struggle to pay their rent. He will allocate $5 billion in federal funding for the tax credit. Like, why is that not worth fighting for? Why is... Um, let's see, I, I posted a whole bunch of other ones to him. Let's see if I can find them here. There we go. Two years... Free community college for poor people. Why is that not worth fighting for? Introducing a constitutional amendment to entirely eliminate private dollars from federal elections. Isn't that worth fighting for? Giving Americans a new choice of public health. Isn't that worth fighting for? So I like I ask him, why aren't these things worth fighting for? He basically just said what they always say. I just don't believe Biden's going to do any of that. And I pointed out historically, like I know most people believe that politicians lie 
and they're not going to do what they promise. But historically, politicians do try to at least enact the vast majority of the platforms they run on. And I was like, do you believe Biden is some kind of Bond villain, a once-in-a-lifetime evil person who was not going to follow the same trend that every president in the last 200 years has followed? And he's like, well, I don't think he's a Bond villain, but I still don't believe him. So, yeah, he believes that Biden is going to buck this trend. But that's all they have to say, folks. They really can't argue the merits of the policy platforms these people are running on. So they have to just ignore them and hand wave them away. He like didn't even acknowledge a single one of these things. He just, I don't believe it. Saying policies isn't enough. So it's just like, these people are worthless. They're worse than worthless. And I mean, not worthless as human beings. I mean, worthless politically to us. Because instead of standing up and fighting for the more progressive policies, for the things that are going to help Americans, because they didn't get everything they want, they're just going to pretend like, oh, he's not going to do any of these things. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Might as well influence my audience not to vote for Biden or not to vote at all, you know, but that helps Trump. See, that's it's worse than not doing anything at all because you're literally influencing people that might vote for Biden not to vote for Biden, which helps Trump. It'd be better if you did nothing. So. Uh, here's another example. Oh, yeah, uh, this was under my thing. I agree with what Debate Bro says. I don't understand why you would support Bernie's policies, but not Biden's, while simultaneously admitting that Bernie probably couldn't pass all his policies in their proposed forms on the direction they are similar. They are very similar. Like, I know Bernie is better, but a lot of the policies are very similar. $15 minimum wage, they both want that. Pay your family leave, they both want that. Citizen United, they both want it overturned. Abolish the death penalty, yes to both. Uh, cocaine prison sentencing, remove disparity, yep. Eliminate mandatory minimums, yes. Eliminated private prisons, yes for both Biden and Bernie. Against for-profit charter schools, yes to both of them. Free college, uh, Sanders is better. He wants full free college, but Biden is two years, so that's like much better than Trump. Student loan debt, forgive all. Uh, Biden wants to forgive it in bankruptcy, which is not as good as Bernie's, but at least it's a much better step than Trump. Nuclear power, like I, I agree with Biden on this one, like I'm for nuclear power. Uh, Paris Climate Accords, they're both for it. Pay farmers off on climate, yes. Citizens for Dreamers, Citizenship for Dreamers, yes. Uh, voluntary buyback program, yes. Universal background checks, yes. Abortion rights, yes. Insurance coverage, uh, 27 million more, 17 million more. So, like, uh, Biden covers almost 20 more million people. Bernie covers 27 more million, which is much better. But still, you know, Biden is way better than Trump, which is 7 million. It's like 10 more million than Trump, so that's better. Uh, limit out-of-pocket costs, yes, yes. Negotiate drug prices, yes, yes. Capital gains tax, yes, yes. Well, Texas, yes, yes. So on a lot of the issues, Biden and Sanders parody each other. Um, so I agree with that. So that led to the dispute between Vosh and Sean, and Vosh made this video. Um, where he basically lays out his case. So he's like... Let me put on my glasses so I can see what the fuck's going on here. Uh, let me open up my notepad where I had all my notes written down because I took some notes while I was watching this fucking video. While I was watching this fucking video, I took motherfucking notes. So anyway, um, basically Vosh points out that it's clear that Sean is pushing a narrative that makes it more likely for very left-leaning audience that he has to either not vote 
period, or to vote for somebody else besides Biden, which absolutely helps Trump. So he's pointing that out throughout this entire video. Um, and he also calls Sean out for pretending that he's not influencing people. Like, how do I influence people? Don't blame me for this, but, but he is influencing people. And it's weaselly to pretend that you're not influencing people. And uh, this video, I agree mostly with what Vosh says here. There's a few things I'm going to nitpick him on. Like, the funny part is, is almost everything he says here to shit on Sean directly also applies to shoe on head. But he didn't call shoe on head out. In fact, he uh, basically went to bat for her and said that she was being cordial with him. When she really wasn't. She was kind of throwing him on the bus a little bit, which we're going to cover in a minute. But, uh, and he called him out. Vosh called Sean out for acting. Like, anybody was saying that he alone could swing the vote. Could swing the election. When clearly that's not what we're saying. We're saying that you're part of this overall narrative that's being put out by bread tubers and left-wing people that are influencing your audience to be more likely not to vote for Biden, which helps Trump. Not you alone. Even all of you together, we're not blaming you for being solely responsible for swinging the election. We're just saying every little bit adds up, and you guys are helping this narrative that could add up to help Trump win. You're a small part of it, but you're a part of it that deserves to be called out because you are fucking doing it. And, you know, being weaselly about it and pretending like you don't have any influence is ridiculous. So it deserves to be called out. And then he mentions that Destiny also was jumping on Sean. Basically, Vosh and Destiny are uh, in this together. They're on the same team about this. They both agree, Vosh and Destiny, that uh, Sean is influencing his audience. And uh, he's pretending like he doesn't have this influence. They're basically calling him out on it. There was, there was a whole series of tweets between both Destiny and Vosh. And Sean, and even I had a series of tweets with Sean. And like me, I, I like Sean. I, I don't mean, mean to shit on Sean too much. Because Sean makes really good videos. Uh, some really good videos that I've recommended before. And we had this conversation on Twitter. And he was fairly polite. And I was polite to him. And I appreciated the conversation. But I definitely disagree with him on these issues. And um, then uh, Vosh pointed out that you're responsible for what you put on your platform. Which you are. And it's weaselly to pretend otherwise. I totally agree with that. And... Uh, then Destiny linked a bunch of tweets and showed that, Vaughn, showed that Sean actually is spreading this narrative that clearly has uh, the outcome of making people less likely to vote for Biden, therefore helping Trump. He basically laid out his entire case in this video. It's a 45-minute video, which I'm not really going to show. I'm going to show you a few little key pieces of it, but not really much of the whole thing. And uh, Then he pointed out that if you read the comments on the tweets that Sean is leaving... It's full of people that are burning your busters, which makes it clear that he's influencing these people and attracting them, which the funny thing is, this is 100% exactly what Shu does. If you read Shu on Head's tweets where she continuously shits on Biden, like for every one tweet that she makes that's anti-Trump, there's 20, 20 tweets that shit on Biden. And if you read them, like the entire thing is just burning your bust people. So all of this stuff applies to shoe on head exactly like it does to Sean, but he won't call her out for it. And uh, like, I'll give an example, 1325 on this video, where he calls Sean out for this, but it 100% applies to shoe on head in every fucking way, which, you know, is, is inconsistent on his part. And this is really, really important. As public figures, we have to consider the fact 
that people are going to be led in different directions depending on the rhetoric we engage in on our public platforms, even if we don't directly advocate for something. If you all want to, feel free to look through Sean's tweets over the past two months. You are going to find literally dozens of them that are either openly advocating that he won't vote for Biden and other people, maybe if they really want to, can, but oh my god, he's so bad, or tweets relentlessly criticizing Biden. Far more tweets criticizing Biden and the DNC, in fact, that you will find criticizing the Republican Party and Trump. Now, does that mean you can't criticize Biden? Of course not. That's exactly 100%, though, what it's like on Shoe on Head's Twitter. If you just go, Vosh, go look at the last two months on Shoe on Head's Twitter. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of tweets of her shitting on Biden. And every one of them is full of Bernie or Busters in it. And yes, even though she says, like, in a couple uh, comments, hey, like, if you want to, or, like, I would suggest people vote blue in swing states, but I'm not going to lift the finger to fucking vote for Biden. I'm not going to go out on a limb for him. I'm not going to shill for him. But yes, I would tell people to do it. But the narrative she's spreading by doing 20 negative tweets about Biden to every like one negative tweet she does about Trump is clearly influencing her audience to be more likely not to vote for Biden, which the comments directly show, which is like, I don't have anything against Vosh, but one of the things that I was criticizing him for was he is whitewashing shoe on head's background to make her more palatable to the left and i was warning him she's going to do exactly the same thing she did before you're helping her be more popular with the left and then she's using her position to make the left less likely to vote for biden and therefore causing harm to spread and so you're sort of helping her to do that and i was warning him against that and that's exactly what has happened and like i said she kind of threw him under the bus about this whole thing i'm going to cover it in a minute um and here's another example for it. 1620. I agree with what he says, but it also applies to Shoe on Head, who he refuses to call out. UK politics, one is mentioning the sexual assault allegation. Are we not allowed to mention that at all without being Trump supporters? So this is, again, a pivot. This is a deflection. The argument isn't whether or not Sean is allowed to criticize Biden. There were tweets in that collection where he very explicitly engages in rhetoric that lead people down a certain direction. You can't say you're not Bernie or bust and then be nonchalant about the fact that your rhetoric leads people to being Bernie or bust. His community is literally packed full of Bernie or busters. Every single one of his tweets is filled with them. It's insane. That's exactly the same with you on head, man. 100. Go look. Anybody can go look. So, like, I agree with what you're saying, but you're sort of inconsistent, continuously taken up for shoe when it applies to her 100%. And um, here's another example. 28-25. He attacks Jack Saint for making the exact same argument that shoe on head does, but he defends shoe on head, which is weird to me. It's just completely inconsistent. It's 28-25. argumentative tactics that I have seen have been infuriating. Even ones coming from larger content creators. Um, uh, uh, a Jack Saint, who I actually had a prolonged uh, private conversation with where I tried to... Um, where I tried to be amicable and like explain why I feel the way I do, kept reframing my position as, you should not be able to uh, 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 like uh, insult Biden, 
which it's not. Um, uh, um, I didn't see what Chris Raygun said. Shoe on Head was actually amicable. So there he defends Shoe on Head, but Shoe on Head literally made the exact same argument that you're criticizing Jack Saint for. Literally, here's where she's talking about it. She's talking about basically you and the whole uh, argument that you guys are having. And she said, but it seems like it's turning into don't criticize Biden. That's 100% what you just criticized Jack Saint for doing. She's making the same argument against you. This is about you. And it happened again. 3145. This is an argument that you criticized people making because you thought it was stupid, which it is stupid. It's a stupid argument. But this is the argument that Shu made against you, and you won't call her out for it. There were people who um, pivot away from the actual, like, argument of the dishonesty of the people that I'm impugning to suggesting that it's a waste of my time for me to be talking with these people. Like, oh, yeah, you care so much about voting for Biden. Why don't you go phone banking? Do you know how many people asked me to go phone banking for Biden? Like, I would say, like, hey, can you be honest? And they'd be like, huh. Go phone bank. Do you do they think that's like a legitimate complaint? Like, for one, I don't need to phone bank. I'm a streamer. I I like phone blank. I'm, I'm phone banking right now, except to like thousands of people, or I don't know how many people are here. Whatever, to a large number of people. Okay. So that's already my job. Um, but like, I got hit with like pivot after pivot. Yeah, it's a stupid argument, right? That's the same argument that you made. Exactly the same argument Shu made. Um, yeah, here it is. Left is now elevated for Biden, and by advocating, I mean shaming people for not being excited to vote for a borderline neocon. Should stop wasting time being mad online and phone bank for your boy because his boomer base sure as hell won't. Why are you not calling out Shu on head and saying you're saying she's being cordial? This is literally throwing you out of the bus, dude. Like, seriously. So it, it's, it's, it's inconsistent. A little bit inconsistent. Even though I agree with what Bosch is saying here, I just don't understand why, like, he calls Sean Head out on the same exact thing he calls everybody else out for. It's just kind of weird, a little bit sycophantic. But anyway, I will give Sean Head a little bit of credit here. I'm actually surprised that she made this tweet. She said, The Biden versus Bernie are bust left in fighting his fucking headache. I understand the harm reduction and the SCOTUS arguments. I encourage people to vote blue in swing states and directed my audience to a pro-Biden video because I sure as fuck cannot bring myself to shell for him. Yeah, I understand that the Supreme Court is up for grabs and women might lose their right to choose for the next 30 years. And I understand global warming's a big issue and you know, I understand Biden's better, but I'm not going to use my large fucking platform to shell for him at all, really. I'm not going to really do anything, but like I will half-heartedly tell you people to do it you know in between me shitting on biden in 20 tweets for every one tweet i shit on trump you know spreading a one-sided narrative that i know is going to influence my audience to actually not vote for biden but i'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth so nobody can accuse me later of helping trump win even though i am hoping trump win i can just say no i specifically said half-heartedly that you should vote for biden so i can see through this but at least she's sort of saying this a little bit even though I see right through it. But like I said, the rest of this is just her. This is talking about the Vol situation, and she's kind of throwing him under the bus. And there was another tweet where she said, Sean did nothing wrong. She took Sean's Shaw, side in this whole thing. So I don't know. I don't know why your loyalty to her is so great. But anyway, that's the fucking drama that's going on on Twitter 
and YouTube over the last couple of days and the left. And, of course, there's also more drama between uh, Kyle Kalinske and Vosh. actually has some drama we're going to get to next. But before we get into that, I'll check the chats a little bit. What you guys got to say in the chatty chat, chat, chat. Yeah. More drama coming up, so stay tuned. No one cares about Shu. That's uh, not true. There's, she has over like a million point two subscribers, and she is incredibly, incredibly influential to her people. And now that people like Valsh have given her more credit with lefties, she has a larger left wing following who is more influenced by her. So, like saying that no one is cares about her is just simply not true. And I like a wish. I wish that were true, but uh, you know. Reality is like saying nobody cares about Sean. That's not true. Yes, they do. Nobody cares about the amazing atheists. Yeah, they do. <laughs> There's tons of people that are influenced by their opinions. Just because you don't doesn't mean that everybody else is. Dusty Vosh has called out you for his oh my god for this. Uh, did he? He didn't in that video I watched. I watched the whole video. I didn't hear him call him out. And I haven't seen any tweets. But I mean, if he has, you can send them to me. I, no one ever sends me this stuff, so it's possible that I haven't seen it, but uh, he definitely did in that video. In that video, he called other people out for doing exactly the same thing that she did. So, maybe yes. I haven't seen everything, so uh, don't know. Uh, I can live with Biden as obnoxious as conservatives are. It is indeed impossible to work with them. Can you work with the guy that just told the country to drink bleach? Nope. Definitely can't work with Trump. Trump is going to do what he says, and he's not going to implement any progressive policies, so that's completely fucking true. Um, Vosley wants the chance to sexually harass her, too. I'm not going to say that, but... Um, I don't get the whole kid gloves to shoe on head things. Do her defenders just think she's not a serious person? Uh, they don't give a shit. They think she's cute and funny, and she can really get away with anything. Like, cute girls a lot of times get away with things that other people can't get away with. They just have that privilege, unfortunately. He's simping. I don't like that language, but maybe. Um, does he have a crush on her? I have no idea what it is. I think it's more like he wants access to her audience. And uh, he's willing to sort of give these people softball interviews in order to rehabilitate their image. Like he did for uh, The Amazing Atheist. We're going to go over The Amazing Atheist made a video where he pitted Kyle Kalinske versus Vosh, and he framed it in a way that if you read the chats of the Mason Atheist audience, shit on Vosh, hardcore. Like, nine out of ten posts were shitting on Vosh compared to the one that was uh, supporting him. So, and it was just the opposite. When Vosh had the Mason Atheist on, like, Vosh's entire audience, oh my god, TJ's based, based TJ, based, based, based. So, I don't know. Yeah, you may just think about who you give these platforms to because they might not have your best interest at heart when it's all said and done. Because um, she went ahead pointless. Stop giving her airtime. But she's not, though, because there's, like I said, a million subscribers and people are listening to these people. They are influencing just like she did the first time. So, sorry, but that's just the truth of the matter. Um, for Dusty to hold up Biden like he is as progressive as Sanders is absurd. I never said that Biden is uh, as progressive as Sanders. In fact, I say continuously he's not. But they do have a lot in common, and he is much more progressive in every humanly possible way than Trump is. That's just the fact of the matter. Don't lie. You know it's true. Um, she needs to gather up 2 million Joe volunteers like we had. Go Joe. 
True story. Um. I agree about Cal. I was so disappointed. Yeah, like, Cal's video was weaselly as shit. Let's just be honest here. Like, I like Cal, or I used to like Cal. I'm not sure how I feel about Cal anymore. But people sent me his video. It was like, see, Dusty, you can stop strawmanning Cal now. He put all his feelings into this video and explained his position. And, like, I watched it, and I didn't strawman him. If anything, it uh, backed up what I was saying about him, and it was very weaselly. We're going to go over it in a minute. We're going to go over it. I like the TJ. I don't think he influences my opinions, though. Well, just because he doesn't influence your opinions doesn't mean he doesn't influence anybody else's opinions. Like, if you go watch the video he made about Kyle Kalinske versus Vosh and read the comments, he definitely influenced a lot of his audience. You look at the chats, they're influenced. So, just because you're not doesn't mean other people aren't. Angie and Contra, who are bread tubers, are not part of the left. They are anti HCWs, anti-establishment, centrist, independents who want Medicare for all. Eh, possibly. I'm open to that. Um, Stop talking about them and they will stop being important. That's just silly. It's like the people like stop talking about racism and it'll go away. Like, no, it won't. That's just silly. If I stop talking about it, it doesn't mean that they're going to be any less popular. It just means no one's going to call them out for their bullshit. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's silly. Silliness, silliness. Everybody's got to be called out for their own shit. Just like I do, right? Um... All right, let's read the super chat. Super chatty chat chats. Let me continue on with the show. Get into the Kyle Kalinske shit next. All right, let's see. Um, um, scroll up. Dexter War gave me $100. Very, very generous Dexter War. I read that before, but I really appreciate that. You're amazing. $100 Canadian, which is even better than the funny money in America. Lane Diggity. What's up, Lane Diggity? Dusty, that's what I call the Buster Maga Bros. Yep. They're definitely going to help uh, Trump win again, which is sad as fuck. Like, they're not progressives. I'm sorry. Like, I just can't see how you can help Trump get elected again and be a progressive. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't fucking buy it. Breaking Bad 094. On the left, they say, you'll come when Trump wins. <laughs> yep, I'm going to come when Trump wins, right? Just so fucking silly. Like, horseshoe theory. They'd rather a fascist win than not get everything they possibly want. Like, whiny piss babies brad elskin eight dollars that does it officially leaving the left and joining the party of dusty please accept this donation and spend it on nice things for your little ones i will I'm gonna spend it on these little cute ass things oh yeah what's up here's miss misty miss misty loves laying her daddy's lap got it i know okay all right all right she's like let me go daddy i was sleeping just fine i'm sorry i just had to make you a star for a second cute little shit uh, hs ross ten dollars Canadian. With the left, I don't think it's far versus not far, but smart versus stupid. People like Voss, Chomsky, Brooks, Burgess, and uh, Sankara are further left than you and me, but smart enough to vote Biden. I agree. It's not everybody. Like I said, I, I'm glad to see that some of the bread tubers are actually fighting back against the burning or bus narrative. And I will give props to Voss for doing it. I know it seems like I was might have been harsh on Voss for, you know, accusing him of not being consistent with Shion Head, but like everything Voss said in his video, except for the Shion Head thing, I agreed with. Like he was dead on in my opinion, and Voss speaks better than I do, so it's great that he's out there doing what he does. 
I don't think he's as entertaining as I am, although the uh, ratings might disagree with that. But he definitely speaks better than I do, so kudos to him for that. A lot of people are like, you should have him on the show. Maybe I'll have him on the show again. Now, if he wants to come on the show, I'll have him on. We'll talk. I got no problem with that. We seem to be on the same side about a lot of this. Um, H.S. Ross, on the other hand, progressive voice and Kalinsky are no further left than you and me, but dumb enough on this issue to be busters. I know, like, they've gone all the fucking deep, both of them. Like, like progressive voice is obsessed with shitting on Biden. It's like, ins- I like how to unfollow him because almost every single tweet was just some repeat of the same bullshit shitting on Biden over and over again. It's like, how many times can you say the exact same shit? I know people are liking it and clicking on it, and it feeds those dopamine receptors in your brain, but it just gets old as fuck, dude. Seriously, find some new material. Like, is that kid even old enough to vote? Bernie, the Bernie bro. To be honest, if I'd known Trump would have been this bad, I would not have voted Stein in 16. Yep. It's your fault, Bernie the Bernie bro. You led us to Trump. But at least you're feeling much better now. H.S. Roskin Fadalas, thank you so much for fighting the Busters. They are such an awful threat. I feel like you, Sam, Brooks, Burgess, and Chomsky are doing such a great job. I think the cat's back there on my air conditioner. Go and start that shit up. Um, they're like sitting on top of it and pushing the buttons and shit with their ass. Goddamn cats. So if you hear the air conditioner go off, that's why. No problem, H.S. Ross. I'm doing what I can. Like, I don't even like Joe Biden. Like, uh, I hope Joe Biden gets taken out. By these sexual harassment accusations. I hope they remove him so bad and put pretty much anybody else in there. But if that doesn't happen, he's definitely the lesser evil. He'll definitely help more people. He will definitely help less suffering to be caused. So, like, you kind of got to do it. What you going to do, right? I don't like it, but that's just the reality we live in. Jenny Root, I'm so glad you were able to keep your pups. I know, right? That was a shitty situation. People need to mind their own business. I know, right? Why are they fucking with me? I ain't hurt nobody. Your neighbors could have spoke to you instead. I know. That's exactly what I was fucking thinking. Just come to me. Like, I would even understand. I was like, and I understood as soon as the cops came. I was like, yeah, you know, they have a point. Like, my dogs do bark too much, and I need to do something about that. That's my bad, but they should have come and talked to me about that for sure. H.S. Ross, $2. And Vosh, he is also doing great fighting busters. Yeah, Vosh is doing a great job so far. I, I had no complaints. Well, Except for the complaints I already gave. Some complaints. Minor complaints. It's very minor overall. But mostly, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I mean, like, some people in the chat said that he does call out for stuff. I've never seen it. But, like, it's possible that I missed it. I haven't watched everything he's done. And I haven't seen every tweet he's made. So, like, I could be missing all that shit and be, like, unfairly calling him out for this shit. And I'm way open to that. Like, I'm stupid, folks. Like, I'm just a fucking idiot doing the best I can with the limited information I have. So... Take everything I fucking say with a grain of salt. That's the smart move. Proto $2. They're not progressives. They're progressives. I know, right? Definitely of no help. They're useless to our political movement, in my opinion. Thoughts on David Dole, the Humanist Reports POV. Um, I've seen a few of the Humanist Reports tweets that seem to kind of be kind of burning or bust to me that I disagree with, but I'm not a whole lot familiar with their materials, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Lee Spanner, $1.99 on set. Hell yeah, on set. And I see Lobo gave me $20, but I can't see what the fuck it says. Because this goddamn stupid fucking YouTube bullshit. So I'll have to wait. There he goes. Tell me how much you love me. Man, Lobo, I love you so much. You're one of the sexiest motherfuckers i ever seen in my entire life. Ooh, if I could get my hands on you, Lobo. I do bad things, boy. Bad things, right? 
Appreciate that, Lobo. You rock, you rock. Caught the dusty engine, Contra. Oh, I already read that. All right. Already read all that bullshit. All right, let's get into the Cal Kalinsky bullshit. Was Weasley as fuck as far as I'm concerned? Already 50 minutes into the show. God damn it, it goes by so fast. Need to do a Wednesday show because I'm not going to get to cover all the shit I got to cover. Oh, yeah. I'm on this right one already. All right, here we go. Boom. So first of all, folks, I'm just going to be honest with you. All right. Cal Kalinsky is making $14,000 a month off Patreon alone which is like $170,000 a year, not including what he's making off like maybe Super Chats or advertising on YouTube. So dude is obviously making at least $200,000 a year. So I'm just going to be honest with you folks. When you're making $200,000 a year, it changes your perception of things. No matter how empathetic you are, it's very hard to have the same hunger inside to fight for the needy and poor as you would if you weren't making what people in the top 10% make. Once you get in that top 10% bracket like Cal Kalinske's in, it just greatly affects the way you view the world. It, it has to. You're, not, you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck. You're no, you have insurance, clearly. Like, even if you lost all, everything tomorrow, you, you already made several hundred thousand dollars. You have a nice nest egg built up. So you just don't view the world the same way anymore, right? So it's hard to fight for the marginalized, for the needy in the same exact way. It just, it just is. If Trump gets elected again, it's not really going to affect Kyle Kalinske that much, right? He's already fucking set, man. He's already got it made. $200,000 plus a year, right? So you kind of got to take that into consideration when you're talking about him. I, I just think once you reach that certain level, it just changes you. It changes all these people. It just does. And so, like I said, it's not going to affect him. So when it doesn't affect you as much, it's very easy to take positions like he is, where he is outright influencing his audience, who is a left-leaning audience, who will be much more likely to vote for Biden and much easier to convince to vote for Biden, instead not to vote or vote for somebody that's not Biden, which absolutely helps Trump, which is fucking privileged as shit, right? Exactly what you would think about for somebody that makes over $200,000 a year. And yes, I know that these popular influencers have convinced some poor people of their position, but every one of these popular influencers that are pushing this shit are doing fine. And are going to be fine themselves. And so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. So Kyle Kalinske made this video. A lot of people sent me. People. Where basically he addresses the controversy. And part of this controversy was brought to him by Valsh. And part of this controversy has been brought to him by me. And he tries to address it and give his opinion. Like I said, people were sending me this video. be like, oh my God, does he? Now you don't have to fucking straw man anymore. He's told you exactly why he holds these positions. And so, like, I'm going to discuss it right now. And I don't think I straw man him. And I really found this video to be weasley as fuck. No offense, Kyle. This video was weasley as fuck. Um, first of all, he starts out by talking about Noam Chomsky. You know, Noam Chomsky came out and said that uh, if you are on the left... And we're likely to vote for the DNC. And you're convinced not to vote for Biden or vote for somebody else that said Biden said that that's like a vote for Trump, right? Very easy to understand what he's saying here. 
He's saying that he's not literally saying that a vote that not voting is a vote for Trump or a vote for anybody but Biden is a vote for literally a vote for Trump. He's using an analogy here. Even a child can understand what he's saying. He's saying that if you could be influenced or you're more likely to vote for Biden and you don't, that helps Trump. It's like a vote for Trump. It basically, instead of canceling out the people that would vote for Trump, it's like giving them a double vote, which in essence is sort of like a vote for Trump, but like not literally. It's clear that he wasn't being literal. You're not literally voting for Trump. You're just helping Trump. And so Cal Kalinske plays dumb here. He pretends like he doesn't know what Noam Chomsky's talking about. He first, he compliments Noam Chomsky and claims that Noam Chomsky influenced him probably more than anybody else. But then he kind of shits on Noam Chomsky and acts like Noam Chomsky is literally saying that a vote, that a non-vote is a vote for Trump or a vote for somebody else other than Biden is a vote for Trump. Which is clearly like not what he's saying. He's using an analogy. So Kyle is like, no, man. A vote for Biden is a vote for Biden. A vote for nobody is a vote for nobody. A vote for Trump is a vote for Trump. I don't understand what Noam Chomsky's talking about, but yes, you do. You're playing dumb for some reason. Because what he's saying is pointing out that you're actually helping Trump win, and you don't want to admit to yourself that you're helping Trump win. You don't want to own up to your fucking shit. So you're playing stupid like you don't understand what the fuck he's saying. And he's like, what does that mean? That not voting for Trump is a vote for Biden? And like, yes, if you were likely to vote for Trump or you could be easily convinced to vote for Trump, but instead you were talked out of voting for Trump and for some reason you don't vote for Trump, yes, that helps Biden. It works both ways, just like if you were likely to vote for Biden or could be easily talked into it and you don't, that helps Trump. It goes fucking both ways. Yes, obviously. Why are you playing dumb like you don't understand this? Like a lot of people have said this to me. Oh my God, doesn't it go both ways? It's such a stupid argument, Noam Chomsky's making. No, it's not. It makes complete fucking sense. It's obvious. Like a child would understand this. So for some reason, Kyle is pretending like he doesn't understand this Noam Chomsky argument, which is fucking weaselly as fuck to me, in my opinion. Right? Um, and another thing he says in this video, which I think was fucking absolutely ridiculous. He says that Biden is slightly better than Trump, but he thinks people overestimate how bad Trump is and they underestimate how bad Biden is. And they're actually much closer. Maybe Biden is a little bit better, but not really. And the reason he's doing this false equivalence, it is a false equivalence. Even though he's saying Biden is slightly better, he's trying to make these two much more equivalent than they are. I've laid out every show I've done, two shows a week for the last year over and over again just how bad trump is am i overestimating it hell no i'm not absolutely not but he has to make this false equivalence in order to justify the fact that he's influencing people not to vote for biden helping trump he's like well since they're so close together it's a moral issue i had principles i'm a principled motherfucker and I just not voting for Biden or influence my audience not vote for Biden out of principle because they're so close together, but they're fucking not. They're not close together at all, goddammit. Especially if you look at the fucking policies. It's insane to claim they're close together. So, like, I don't know why. I mean, I know why he's doing this because he has to justify his positions. And, like, this video got seen 116,000 times. Uh, you can read the comments. He's influencing people not to vote for Biden. It's incredibly popular what he's saying. 
to the burning or bust crowd. And it's also pretty popular to the MAGA crowd, too, because he's telling people not to vote for Biden. They might disagree with him on a lot of stuff, but they realize that he is helping Trump. So it's popular with them, too, right? So, and then he pretends like, hey, I'm not influencing anybody. I'm not telling anybody to do this. I'm just telling you what I'm doing, which is so fucking Weasley, man. You're one of the most popular political commentators on the goddamn internet. You know goddamn well you're influencing people. That's your fucking entire job is to influencing people. So he's doing what Sean does. I'm not influencing people. Don't blame me. I'm just saying what I would do. Who was influenced by me? A shit ton of people. A fucking shit ton of people. And since you're on the left, you have incredible influence on a lot of left-leaning people who would be much more likely to vote for Biden but are influenced by what you and other YouTubers are telling them. And so they're not voting for Biden, which directly helps Trump. You're helping Trump to win. You are. Own it. Don't be a fucking weasel and pretend like this is not happening. It's bullshit. It's weasley as shit, dude. Seriously, it's annoying as fuck. And uh, then he talks about, like, the only reason that I'm pushing this don't vote for Biden narrative is because I'm principled. I'm principled. Biden is a fucking rapist warmonger, and I'm so principled I can't vote for him. And I'm not saying this because I want to influence anybody in the future to listen to me and do what I say. No, I'm not doing, I'm not saying that at all. The only reason I'm saying this is for principles. But then he goes on to explain that he gave a list of three demands to Joe Biden and uh, the Biden bros or whatever. And if they would have met his, one of his three demands, then he would have given up his, oh, I'm not doing this because of principles. He would have given up that argument and recommended people vote for Biden. But, but since they didn't give into his three demands, any one of his three demands, that's why he is using this principle argument to influence people not to vote for Biden. And then he goes on to say, hey, if you really think that I'm helping Trump to win, then maybe next time you'll listen to me. But I'm not saying that I'm doing this to try to make anybody listen to me, but hey, maybe. So he's talking, he's talking about both sides of his mouth, which is Weasley as fuck too. He is holding people hostage because they didn't give in to his demands. And he's like, well, you didn't give in to my three demands, so let's just let fascism win again for another four years. Let's help Trump get elected another four years. And then maybe you motherfuckers will suffer enough and you'll fucking listen to me. But hey, I'm not doing it so you listen to me. I'm not saying that so it's a Weasley bullshit talking out of the fucking both sides of this goddamn mouth. Um, and uh, then he starts complaining about, uh, hey, don't vote shame me. Don't fucking vote shame me. Hey, give me reasons. Reasons to vote for fucking Biden. Don't vote shame me. And look, I'm not trying to vote shame anybody, okay? I'm simply pointing out reality to you motherfuckers. And if you're ashamed of your own behavior, that shit's on you. Be better. Change your opinion. Improve. If you're ashamed, you should be ashamed. I'm just telling you how the fuck it is. And like, all I've done is give policy arguments for why Biden is better. But they don't want to fucking hear this shit. You can't give them policy arguments because they'll just claim, well, I don't believe he's going to do it. So you can't win. Even if they say, give me a reason to vote for Biden based on policies, and you do it. They ignore you. So they don't actually want that. It's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. So anyway, I found this entire thing weaselly as fuck. I think Kalkalinsky is making a fucking mint. 
with his Bernie or bust Biden, anti-Biden bullshit. I think he's going to help Trump get elected. I think it's the craziest shit in the world. I can't understand how you could call him a progressive. He's get, after three years of watching what Trump has done, can you imagine a motherfucker helping Trump get elected again or not actively fighting against it as hard as you can and calling yourself a progressive? I just don't believe that bullshit. It's ridiculous. But like he's making bank and he's getting a lot of clicks and likes and hitting those dopamine receptors. So I'm pretty sure he's going to keep going. But anyway, was disappointed to see that video. And then TJ expansion of the properties shut that they're the fuck making. Up, TJ. TJ made a video about it where he uh, pitted Valsh against Kyle Kalinske, who is his friend. Kyle Kalinske and the Maze and Atheists have been friends for a long time. And if you read the chat, the way he framed it, the vast majority of people in chat were shitting on Valsh and agreeing with Kyle Kalinske. The vast, he, he's basically like, hey, the guy that wants to help Trump get reelected is just as valid as the guy who thinks that's stupid as shit and harmful to our country. Both sides, am I right? But no, both sides are not fucking equal. The way he framed it was completely fucking ridiculous. And he even went on to say that Cal Kalinske and people like that should actually ask for more money, that they're not being greedy enough. They should ask for so much money that they can hire full staff and stuff. So, yeah, TJ's all about the fucking money, dude. It's just crazy. But, yep, yeah, you read through it. He's definitely influencing people. And he's influencing people against Vosh. So, Vosh, when you have these people... Hey! You're going to wait till I get on the air and have fucking cat war. Cat wars! But anyway, like, uh, Vosh helped TJ rewrite his image. Kind of whitewashed his image and made him more popular left. And you, like I said, you look at the chats when TJ was on Vosh's stream. It was like, TJ, TJ's so based. TJ's cool now. TJ's base. But like you read TJ's chats, it's like Vosh sucks. Vosh sucks. So I don't know. Maybe maybe guys, come on. I don't know. Maybe you want to not give these people your platform to whitewash their image when they don't have your back in the same way. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Whatever. You do whatever you want to do. That's just what I think. And uh, anyway, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about. That that was the drama. Between the Bernie and Busters and the anti-Biden people and the other people on the left this week. So uh, what you guys got to think about that? Who do you agree with? Whose side are you on? It's a war, y'all. The left is eating itself. That's what you guys got to say in the chatty chat chat here. Um, telling him to shut up after you tried to be him for two years. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Dusty Bernard, Leo Lib, what a joke. Okay. I mean, is it fair? I mean, neoliberalism is somebody who is completely for, like, free markets. I'm not sure that giving kids two years free college or the public option or, you know, a lot of that. And, or abolishing private prisons or abolishing uh, money in politics or any of that stuff is really neolib shit. I think these are just uh, names you guys are throwing around to try to smear anybody you want to. But, uh, that's my opinion. Um, so, so weird. You guys are okay with more Trump, especially when this supposedly lefty's doing it. That's the really crazy part. Here's Miss Diva. Miss Diva escaped again. Fucking night before last, but we got her back pretty quick because she's domesticated now. She wanted to come back home. She's like, fuck that. I don't want to be feral anymore. Say hello, Miss Diva. With your black ass. Mwah. Daddy loves you. Sweet, pretty girl. Kitty therapy. Yeah. Um, oh, 
Dusty thinks 90s Democrats' policies are fascist now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Fascism is ultranationalism mixed with a somebody who claims dictatorial-like powers, which is exactly what Trump is doing. I don't know what that has to do with 90s policies. You're just pulling shit out your ass. Because you don't have real arguments against me. And I see right through your transparent bullshit. So go fuck yourself. Um, Biden is not going to give anything. Okay, well, I mean, that's historically not accurate. As I pointed out many times before, even Trump attempted to implement the majority of the platform he ran on. Even a guy who's told 18,000 lies in the last three years. So to think Biden is the one guy in multiple lifetimes who won't do it, it just doesn't make any sense. You're like, you're, you're historically ignorant. So how can you talk to these people, right? Just silly, in my opinion. Um, Trump is by definition the lesser of two evils. I think you're trolling me. There's no way anybody could like literally fucking believe that Trump is the lesser of two evils. I mean, I guess if you're one of his cult members, you might believe that. I'm done with you, Dusty. Bye later. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. I'm purging my audience and nobody gives a shit. Mm. Is Trump going to attempt to delay the election? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think he'll get away with it, but would not be surprised. Liar. Trump never said to inject disinfectants. Okay. Well, we'll play the clip. We will play him saying it. You can call me a liar all you want. It's like when I was talking to my aunt. And uh, she was saying, Trump never said he could stand in the middle of Park Avenue and shoot people and get away with it. Hillary said that. And then I said, okay, I'll show you. And she was like, what are you going to show me? Some fucking fake news saying he did? And I was like, I will show you his own words. And I showed it to him, to her, and she was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't even care about that. I still support Trump, even though I'm completely wrong. So we'll fucking play that in a minute. Uh, thank you for the sanity, Dusty. No problem. I do what I fucking can. Play the clip. I will play the clip. It's coming up, motherfuckers. Just wait, just wait. Let me see. Uh, let me read the super chats. Super chatty chat, chatty chat, chat. All right, scroll up. I told Lobo how much I loved him. Ben Riley, ten dollars. Thoughts on Pappas Pove? As a Syrian, he said he doesn't see the lesser of two evils. There's just the American Empire, and considers uh, VBNW to be a privileged Anglo-Saxon POV. Think y'all should talk. I don't have any idea who the fuck that is, so uh, I'll have to look that up. Send me some links on Twitter. Twitter. Let's uh, call the Dusty One. Call the Dusty One. Call the Dusty One on Twitter. Send me links. We'll talk about it. Be sure to like the video, folks. Very important. Like the goddamn video. Why haven't you liked the video yet? Leave comments, too. If you're watching this on a replay, be sure to leave me a comment. Tell me to go fuck myself or say something nice. That would be even better. Justin Joseph, what's up, Justin? 499. Cow lives in a blue state, New York, that Trump, McConnell, and the Republicans want to bankrupt. Far as I'm concerned, aiding sociopath makes you one. Uh, yep. Agreed. He's making a bank where he don't give a fuck. HS Ross, $10. The Buster arguments is so dumb. Hillary lost, and it didn't make people vote left this time. They got scared and voted centrist. The establishment would also rather lose to the right than let us win. Yeah, here's the crazy part about the progressives, these left-wing people, uh, not supporting biden let's say biden wins and you guys shit on him every chance you get and try to make him not win what kind of message does that send it sends a message to the dnc that hey you don't need the left you don't need progressives you can win without them so why push further to the left why even try because they fucking campaigned against you and you've proven you don't fucking need them 
Instead, you guys could, you know, bite the bullet and bite your tongue and support Biden. And then if he wins, you can say, hey, you won because we supported you. Now you need to listen to us because we helped. Otherwise, you send a very bad message, in my opinion. And that, not even counting the message it sends to Republicans if you let Trump win another four years after everything he's fucking done. Imagine the message that sends. We literally won't fight back regardless of what the fuck you do. We're that big of fucking piss babies. Just amazingly bad on all sides. Thank you, S.S. Ross. Max Powers. Uh, 349 New Zealand. David Pakman is sensible. He's talk, taking heat. But yeah, David Pakman is doing an awesome job. Like, David Pakman should be way more popular than uh, Kyle Kalinske. I know they're close in numbers on YouTube, but if like you look at the support they get on Twitter, it's not even close. Kyle Kalinske posts some anti-Biden stuff. It gets 30,000 likes. David Pakman says something sensible. It gets like 10 likes. It's not even fucking close, but that's the bullshit where we live in right now. It's the insane shit that got Trump elected to begin with. It's happened again, folks. The skeptics are reborn. Same fucking playbook they used the first time. Proto $5. It's not rocket science. We have two choices, Trump, Biden. This fool rather have a corporate damn lose and keep Trump in office. This is bad shit insane it is. It's ridiculous. Gotta fight against this shit. And uh, I can't read what Jerumbo says, so I'll have to come back to that next. I'll read that next time I read the Super Chats. Let's continue on, folks. Uh, now we're going to talk about Trump bullshit. Trump bullshit. This is the motherfucker you don't want to fight to remove from office. This is the crazy shit. All right, I guess we'll show another cat. Cat time. Here comes Mr. Penguin. Can you tell why we call him Penguin? He looks like a penguin. Show him how pretty you are, Mr. Penguin. He's Kelsey's favorite. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. He's a sweet boy. He's like, Daddy, I don't want to be your celebrity. I don't want to be a star, but let me show everybody how pretty you are. He's purring, though. He's purring, yeah. Mm -hmm. Daddy loves you, sweetie. He's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Daddy loves you. Thank you for being my star. Thank you for being my star. Yeah, we do good work here at the Human Society of Animal Sexuality. So thank you guys for supporting the show. That's where the money goes. So anyway, it was revealed this week. That the leader of a group peddling bleach as a coronavirus cure wrote to Trump this week. I have no idea if Trump actually read it or not, but I'm going to pretend he did because apparently this guy making a video talking about he actually read the letter. And uh, he said that like 30 different people from his church also sent Trump this letter. And they had this thing called a miracle cure that I guess they take and they sell, which is some kind of uh, extreme version of cleaning bleach that they drink. And claim it gets rid of COVID-19. And they sent Trump letters and shit touting their miracle cure and whatnot. So, uh, and also, <laughs> this photo is incredible. You can see the idea percolating in his mind. Why has no one thought of this? The answer is right in front of us. I will say it. I'll be the hero we meet. Look at me looking. Best practice for every American. Commonly available disinfectants. Bleach, isopropyl alcohol, works to kill virus. So Trump's mind, what little of it there is. It's churning. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I have a brilliant idea. Hey, look at my brilliant idea. Let's listen to fucking Trump's brilliant idea here. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. 
And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. Yeah. So we'll see. yeah, so tell me again, he didn't talk about injecting disinfectants in the body. Come on. Are you, are you not going to believe your own ears? What, what is wrong with you people? Like, if you don't believe that he just said we should look into injecting disinfectants into the body, then you're in a cult, and nobody should listen to you or take you seriously because we just heard it with our own fucking ears, right? I know. He didn't mean what he said. He never fucking means what he said. He's just a fucking moron, dude. Why do you guys keep supporting him at this point? It's just so fucking embarrassing. And uh, <laughs> here's the doctor he's talking to. He's talking to her. This, like, I guess Fauci wasn't enough of a kiss ass for him, wasn't enough a yes person for him. So he got this new doctor who basically back up anything he says and kiss his ass. And so this is a, her response. They zoom in on her face as he's talking. So supposing we hit the body. Oh, shit. I can't play that because the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme will get this uh, video Copyright protected. Maybe they zoom in on her face and she's just sitting there, you know, count, trying to keep a straight face. Blink, 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 blink. But then she's going to back him up later because she's shameless. Completely shameless person. Um, and yep, here's him revealing his new coronavirus treatment. Yeah, let's just drink bleach. There's some good deep fakes. <laughs> oh my God. How is this real life, folks? How could this possibly be fucking real life? This is so embarrassing. And uh, yeah. Let's use UV light. You want me to insert the UV light first, sir? Yeah, sure. Shove it up there, Biden. This fucking moron. And uh, <laughs> here's this next method to cure it. Have we tried gamma rays yet? I hear that makes the body change very strongly, very powerfully. And what about the bite of a radioactive spider? Look, I'm not a doctor. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But I think it's something people might look into more and more. Yep, that sounds exactly like something Trump would say. And then, oh my God. <laughs> and also mice. We could train mice to run down to the lungs with a small dustpan and brush. Magnets on a string. Petrol. A small controlled internal fire. <laughs> These are all so interesting to me and should be tested. Like, would you really be surprised if we say shit like that? I wouldn't. This fucking toddler in goddamn charge of the country. It's so fucking embarrassing. And here's the thing, man. The Onion can't even do their job anymore. Because real life is satire now. They're just basically predicting shit now. Man, just buying one of every cleaning product in case Trump announces it's a coronavirus cure. Throwing bottles of bleach, ammonia, and Drano into a cart at his local grocery store, area man Troy Mitchell was reportedly stocking up on a one of every cleaning product he could find Wednesday in case President Donald Trump announces it's a coronavirus cure. Yep. That was 325. That was only a month ago, folks, so... The profits at the onion, not even funny anymore because it's so sad. It's real life. And then, of course, this is so embarrassing. Who believes this shit? Who could possibly believe this shit? Trump comes out and says, hey, I was just being sarcastic when I said we should inject ourselves with disinfectants or put UV lights inside of the body. I was just making fun of the reporters that were there, folks. 
Is there anybody out there that believe? If you're in the chat right now and you're a Trump supporter, please tell me if you believe this. So the entire chat could mock you right now because you deserve it. I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. Now, disinfectant for doing this maybe on the hands would work. And I was asking the question of the gentleman who was there yesterday, Bill, because when they say that something will last three or four hours or six hours, but if the sun is out or if they use disinfectant, it goes away in less than a minute. Did you hear about this yesterday? But I was asking a sarcastic and a very sarcastic question to the reporters in the room. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. And here's Chris Evans. Captain America. Come on, Biff. You know you're being filmed when you said it, right? In no way whatsoever were you being sarcastic speaking to reporters. You were speaking directly to medical experts without a shred of sarcasm, and he was. This guy's such a fucking liar. It's so embarrassing. Here we go. Let's see it for ourselves. Let's see if what he's telling us is true. Do you believe him, folks? Do you believe this fucking liar? Clarify your comments about injections of disinfectant. They're, they're quite no, I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. Now, disinfectant for doing this maybe on the hands would work. The disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs so it'd be interesting to check that so that you're gonna have to use medical doctors with but it sounds it sounds interesting to me so we'll see but the whole concept of the light the way it kills it in one minute that's uh, that's pretty powerful yeah totally being sarcastic talking to reporters wasn't he folks so they're literally talking to medical professionals so he'll just literally lie when there's video proving 100% that he's lying. And his base does not give a shit. They love to be lied to. Oh, man, it's 5D chest, folks. He's just pretending to be a fucking idiot and a liar because he's saving child sex slaves from tunnels. Logic. Tell me we shouldn't fight as hard as we can in every possible way to get this motherfucker out of there. Tell me that. God damn it, what the fuck's wrong with people? And of course, Breitbart... Who are you gonna be? Who are you gonna believe? Me or your own ears? Breitbart is going with the "Don't believe your lying eyes" defense. Fact check: No, Trump didn't propose injecting people with disinfectant. We just literally fucking heard him talk about that shit. Fact check: No, didn't propose injecting people with disinfectant. Trump used the word "inject," but what he meant was, yeah, he didn't mean what he said, folks. He meant what we say he meant. Don't listen to what he says. Listen to what we said he meant that's what's important it's just it's a cult folks it's an amazingly obvious fucking cult and only the dumbest motherfuckers fall for it so trump is saying the excuse that breitbart published today for him was just 100 percent bs yeah trump is claiming that what breitbart just said is a lie because he's claiming he was sarcastic but breitbart says no he meant something else not sarcasm but something else completely so yeah he's throwing breitbart under the bus and 100% BS excuse from Fox and Friends, too. Yeah, Fox and Friends gave another BS excuse that wasn't he was being sarcastic. So he's basically throwing all them under the bus. So what is it, folks? Is Breitbart right or is Trump right? These people swim in their own feces, the dung beetles of our society, roaches munching turds, the oral diarrhea club, GOP membership only. Exactly. Well put, Ron Cole. And, uh, of course, leave it to the New York Times to frame it so fuckingly stupid. At a White House briefing, President Trump theorized dangerously 
in the view of some experts about the powers of sunlight, ultraviolet light, and household disinfectants to kill the coronavirus. Uh, in the view of some experts, which experts don't hold that view? Which experts, could you point them out? Think that injecting people with disinfectants is a good idea. Fucking New York Times, man. It doesn't always have to be both sides. Nah, you can call out stupid bullshit without having to play the middle ground. It's ridiculous. And of course, his uh, yes woman, doctor, that he's replaced Dr. Fauci with, is just going on TV covering for him because she is shameless, has no integrity whatsoever. Listen to this bullshit. Asked about it by Jesse Waters for his program tomorrow night, here's what Dr. Burke said. No, when he gets new information, he likes to talk that through out loud um, and really have that dialogue. And so that's what dialogue he was having. I think he just saw the information at the time, um, immediately before the press conference, and he was still digesting that information. Asked about it by Jesse oh Waters God, for his folks, program We're all going to fucking die. All he does is pick yes, man, because he's so insecure. He can't have anybody disagree with him. So he has to have butt kissers at all time. It's just so fucking ridiculous. And uh, this is the genius that the, his new hand-picked doctor is. Listen to how stupid she is. Hair salons, nail salons, tattoo parlors. Yeah. Dr. Burks, can you weigh in on this? Because the people of Atlanta want to hear from you as well, as much as they want to hear from their governor and from you. Mr. Yeah, I think, I think it's fine. What, what about, how do you uh, safely have hair salons and nail salons and tattoo parlors where people where inherently, is where is this it? is in Georgia, where, where people have to inherently be close together? I think what I've been trying to communicate over the last several days is it's really important that the governors and mayors communicate critical information to their communities and show very clearly the data. Remember, we wanted this data and evidence-based, the data that they utilize to make decisions and the data that the mayors should use in each of the communities, because it will have to be on a community-by-community -community opening because there are different communities in different places, even in Georgia. And so I believe people in Atlanta would understand that if their cases are not going down, that they need to continue to do everything that we said, social distancing, washing your hands, wearing a mask in public. So if there's a way that people can social distance and do those things, then they can do those things. I don't know how, but people are very creative. So I'm not going to... I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I don't know how they're going to social distance at tattoo parlors where a guy has to tattoo you onto your skin. But yeah, maybe they'll get a tattoo gun that like tattoos you from across the room. I don't know how they're going to do it, folks, but hey, they'll figure it out. Oh, God. Just the geniuses working for the Trump administration. There is no bottom, folks. It never fucking ends. So depressing. And uh, the guy that Trump appointed to head the fucking pandemic task force is a breeder of labradoodles, folks. So Trump appoints a lawyer with no background in public health to lead the HHS. He then put a dog breeder in charge of saving us. Wake me up in November. Former Labradoodle breeder tapped to lead U.S. pandemic tax force. <laughs> you just got to laugh to keep from crying, folks. It's just so goddamn ridiculous in every way. No, let's let Trump get another four years of it, folks. 
He's not that much worse than Biden, is he? No, they're pretty much the... Biden might be a little bit better, but not enough to really fight for, folks. Right? Right? God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. It's just so annoying. I, I can't even take you goddamn people seriously anymore. And you ever notice how Trump's brain is perfect? He's the biggest genius in the fucking world until somebody calls him out on some shit that he don't want to remember and then suddenly he can't remember shit. Like this. He suddenly can't remember all the rallies he had. After the time he claimed that he already knew the coronavirus was going to be a pandemic. Very seriously. Rallies in February and in March, and there are some. Americans oh, I don't know. I don't know about rallies. I really don't know about rallies. I know one thing. In February. I haven't left the White House in. I don't know about rallies. I don't know anything about rallies. I never had any fucking rallies. Uh, yes. February first, golf. February second, golf. February tenth, rally. February fifteenth, golf plus fundraiser. February eighteenth, fundraiser. February nineteenth, rally plus fundraiser. February twentieth, rally. Twenty-first, rally. Twenty-eighth, rally. March second, rally. March 6th, fundraiser, 7th, golf, 8th, golf, fundraiser, 9th, fundraiser. Yes. You had many rallies. I don't know about uh, rallies. What's a rally? Never even heard of a rally before. What are these words you're using? Rahale? How do you even pronounce that word? I never heard that word before. But no, I got the best brain. My brain. I'm always using my brain. It's this right here. This is the decider. My brain. Selective memory, folks. That's what you call that shit. He's only a genius when he needs to be. And uh, did you hear about this? He's going to stop all immigration. That's right. And a lot of the attacks from the invisible enemy, as well as the need to protect the jobs of our great American citizens, I will be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration in the United States. Yeah, it's the same guy telling us that we need to reopen the economy. Right? How can he justify stopping all immigration globally because of the pandemic at the same time he's suggesting it's safe for states to start going back to work on May 1st or sooner? Because it doesn't matter. Reality doesn't matter. He knows he's taking shit, so he has to distract. And he knows shitting on immigrants plays well with his base, and so that's exactly why he's doing that. And he's also doing other crazy shit, like trying to start war with Iran. But before we get there... Trump got people killed by sending them out to protest quarantine so he could have a distraction for, for a few news cycles. Now he's extending the quarantine. I mean, literally, he was out there saying, liberate these states, liberate them. We got to reopen the economy. And now after his followers went out there and did that and spread the coronavirus everywhere, no doubt getting thousands of people killed. And now he's talking about extending the quarantine again he's talking out of both sides of his mouth it's so fucking serious the country will be in a better place by early summer does that mean you're going to need to extend the social distancing guidelines until then well we may and we may go beyond that we're going to have to see where it is and uh i think people are going to know you're going to know i'm going to know i think people are going to know just out of common sense at some point we won't have to do that but until we feel it's safe we're going to be just talking out of all the goddamn sides of his mouth and folks just the corruption right out in the goddamn open. First, it came out that he owes millions of dollars to Deutsche Bank, who he oversees. And now it's reported that he owes tens of millions of dollars to the Bank of China, the state-owned bank. How is this not a conflict of interest, folks? How is this not a violation of the Emoluments Clause? Whoa, whoa, this is why there is an Emoluments Clause. Pre presidents cannot have financial interests dependent on foreign governments. 
Trump owes tens of millions to the Bank of China, and the loan is due soon. Yeah, it's going to be due. If he gets another term, it's going to be due in the second year of his term. He's going to owe tens of millions of dollars to China. So wouldn't that give him incentive to treat China differently or to kowtow to them or to cave to their demands if he owns, owes tens of millions of dollars to them? Y you think? They are the swamp, folks. How can we continue to let this corruption happen? How can anybody that calls himself a progressive not fight against this as hard as you possibly can? How can you be an accessory to this? What is wrong with you? Seriously, we, we have to stop supporting these people. Like, seriously, if you're sending Cal Kalinske money, you should probably stop, in my opinion. Fuck that shit. Did you hear about this? He's trying to start war with Iran. Anything to distract, folks. Economy's collapsing. Fucking people are dying all over the place. Let's distract. President Trump said he told the Navy to shoot down any Iranian fast boats that harass U.S. naval ships. Yeah, you know those flying boats. Let's shoot them down. This comes a week after the Pentagon accused Iran of sending 11 boats to conduct harassing approaches to six American warships. Yep, they're trying to instigate war, folks. Anything to distract you with. And yep, Trump says U.S. military will shoot down and destroy Iranian boats. I mean, the Iranians flying boats? Yep, I'm a military. That's Trump for you. Explain to me why we shouldn't do anything we can to get him out of office, folks. You just can't. You can't. There's no argument that you can make that makes any sense. Fuck you. What Trump meant when he said shoot down Iranian boats. Yep, those flying boats. Get that flying boats. Oh, God, folks. This is the guy in charge of America. How can this be real? And, of course, the oil industry is collapsing. So, of course, Donald Trump is going to bail them out because that's exactly what we need. We need to bail out the fucking billionaire oil industry. We will never let the great U.S. oil and gas industry down. I have instructed the Secretary of Energy and Secretary of Treasury to formulate a plan which will make funds available so that these very important companies and jobs will be secured long into the future. Why? Let them die. Isn't that how the market's supposed to fucking work? Wouldn't it be better to have green energy take over, renewable energy take over, instead of bailing out these motherfuckers? But nope. Trump gonna do what Trump does. Bail out his rich fucking buddies. And, uh couple more trump's personal lawyer, lawyer rudy giuliani like these people cannot get any dumber folks how is it possible to be any dumber than this rudy, it's outrageous what china yeah. did michael bloomberg is going to handle the tracing army of tracers in new york we learned today well, that's, from a, that's totally ridiculous yeah, yeah. Well, an then, army then we, of tracers then we, then we should trace everybody for cancer yeah army of tracers. Well, we should trace that's everybody the, for cancer yeah. and that's heart the, disease and uh and and obesity and I mean a lot a lot a lot of things kill you more than more than COVID-19. So they're talking about contact tracing where if somebody comes in contact with somebody who has coronavirus you let them know and you keep track of everybody that somebody has coronavirus is going to contact with and then you you know spread that information to the people they come in contact with so they can get tested and of course Giuliani goes why don't we fucking have contact tracing for cancer and obesity because those things are not transmitted from one person to another. Obviously, you fucking moron. It's not a pandemic. It's not a plague that spreads from person to person. What the fuck? Oh my God, these people are running the country. They're going to kill us. It's just insane. And I was meant to cover this in my last show. I actually had it in the thumbnail, but I'd never got to it for some reason. Um, even Pierce Morgan, 
One of the biggest chutty-ass dipshits in the whole fucking world is now calling out Trump. You know it's bad when Piers Morgan is calling you out. And I think uh, Trump actually even unfollowed Piers Morgan after this. Because Trump is such a baby. He can't take any kind of criticism at all from anybody. Let's see if I can play this uh, video for you guys. Let's see if it's on here somewhere. I think it is somewhere. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, here we go. Let's see what Piers Morgan has. Piers Morgan finally write about something. First thing I've ever think he's been right about. All right, play, motherfucker, do it. We've been doing something remarkable, uh, interviewing uh, British uh, politicians and leaders and lawmakers and health officials and holding their feet to the fire. What the fuck? And in God some cases it. showing how many failures are happening, not just in the United States, but in the United Kingdom. What are the parallels right now between the U.S. and U.K. responses to the pandemic? Well, I think they're very similar, actually, Brian, in the sense that you've got two populist leaders in Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. Uh, and all the tricks that they used to become popular and to win elections and to lead their countries are now being tested in a very different way. It's not about partisan politics anymore. It's about plain war crisis leadership. And it's a very different thing. And what I've noticed with both Boris Johnson and with Donald Trump is an apparent inability to segue into being war leaders. They're still playing the old games of party politics. And Donald Trump in particular, I've known him a long time, I consider him to be a friend. But I've been watching these daily briefings with mounting horror, frankly, because this is not what the president should be doing. And you won't want me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, the president of the United States right now is an incredibly important person in the world, uh, and not least to Americans who are dying in their tens of thousands from a, a disease that we don't know much about yet. And all that's required from the president in those moments, and any world leader, frankly, is they've got to be calm, they've got to show authority, they have mm. to be honest, they have to be accurate, entirely factual with what they're telling the people, and they have to have an ability to show empathy. And on almost every level of that, Donald Trump at the moment is failing the American people. He's turning these briefings into a self-aggrandizing, self-justifying, overly defensive, uh, politically partisan, almost like a rally to him. Uh, almost like what's more important is winning the election in November. No, it's not Donald Trump. What is more important right now is saving American lives. And I believe that the complacency that the American and British administrations showed in the first few weeks of this crisis has been extremely damaging to both countries' ability to deal with coronavirus. But it's not too late for them to now get a grip and actually make the attack on the virus their number one priority, not pumping themselves up, not telling us all day what a great job they're doing, mm. but actually focusing on what matters. And that is human life. Man, you know you're doing a piss-ass job when chud-ass Pierce Morgan starts calling you out. Holy shit. So like I said, he unfollowed Pierce Morgan after that. No longer friends. You can't even mildly criticize me. I'm such a fucking baby. And, uh... You also know you're doing a bad job when even Joe Biden is dunking on you. Now, he clearly meant this as a joke, but I can't believe I have to say this, but please don't drink bleach. Got 826,000 likes for that. Almost 827,000 likes. Joe Biden dunking on Trump. You'd love to see it. Hell yeah. All right, I guess I'll take a break for a little minute. And read the chatty chat chat. See what you guys have to say. What the fuck did I hear my glasses at? Can't see shit without my goddamn glasses. Hell no, blindness, fuck. Yeah. 
All right, let's see what you guys got to say in the chats. Mm. Your issue should be with Trump voters because if it's going to be bad for everyone, that includes them. Hard to reach them. It's hard to use logic and reason to reach people who don't use logic and reason to base their decisions off of. So I find you just mock them and make examples out of them. And uh, other people don't want to be laughed at, don't want to be laughing stocks. So that changes their behavior. That's the best I can do with it. So, uh, Sea Space Force, yep. Do those companies even pay taxes? Nope, none of these trillion dollar companies pay taxes. But we're still going to bail them out anyway because that's the way it works. Trace obesity? Yeah, trace everybody obese people have come in contact with because, you know, obesity fucking transmitted from person to person. That's logic, isn't it? Um,. Kyle is 100% correct. Want to know how to earn my vote? Just ask. I'm happy to tell you. Hint. Green Party 2020. Okay, well then, I guess fighting for the more progressive issues are not important to you. You know, fighting to make sure a woman doesn't lose her right to choose an abortion for the next 30 years is not important to you. Fighting for the decriminalization of marijuana and the expungement of records, not important to you. Ending private prisons, not important to you. Two years college for free. Is not important to you. Global warming, not important to you. You're useless. What can you say? You, you are politically fucking useless in every way. Like you, you don't pretend like that's a moral stance because it's not. Letting Trump win another four years doesn't make you moral. It makes you immoral. It's absolutely fucking immoral in every goddamn way. And you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. Now I'm not trying to shame you, but you should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Uh, big fan of Cal for quite a while too. Cool. I don't give a shit. Um, caught the dusty. Funny how secular talk pretends his voice doesn't matter. At the same time, he has a demand list. I mean, he knows. He knows he has one of the most popular political channels on YouTube. He knows. He reads the comments and he understands that tons of people listen to him and are influenced by him, but they don't want to own up to that. They don't want to admit that they have responsibility for the shit they put out there, so they just act weaselly. But it's transparent and pathetic, and people should call them out for it, in my opinion. Uh, all right, let's read the Super Chats before we continue on with the show. Super Chats, live blood of the show, Super Chats. All right. Uh, Proto, $5. It's not rocket science. We have two choices. Trump, Biden. This fool rather have corporate dim lose than keep Trump in office. This is bad shit and saying agreed. I think I read that already. Uh, the Geronimo, $5. Medicare for all won't pass for decades with a conservative supermajority. SCOTUS, agreed. Um, I can't read what Ben Riley has to say. But uh, somebody asked me in the last show. I commented that Bernie Sanders' campaign was not a failure because he pushed the DNC to the left and now Joe Biden is running on policies that weren't even conceivable four years ago. And somebody asked me, can you tell me what those policies are? Can you tell me what Joe Biden is running on that Hillary didn't run on that would be inconceivable? So I was like, uh, I gave a few examples that were mostly wrong because it has been four years since I had reviewed Hillary's platform. So I actually went back and reviewed Hillary's platform that she was running on four years ago. And man, it is remarkably similar to what Joe Biden is running on. And that's not even a shot at Joe Biden. That's how sad it is that we did not elect Hillary. 
because we should have been fighting for this shit four years ago instead of losing ground to Trump. We are four years behind now. We should have already fought for the public option. We should have already fought for this shit. So now that we have a new election, we could fight for more left-wing policies like Medicare for all. But because our society changes slowly, incrementally, we needed to get to the public option first before we could make Medicare for all happen, but we didn't fucking do it. Instead, we regressed. And now motherfuckers like Kyle Kalinske want to ensure that we regress for another four years and don't fight for this shit. Don't fight for the more progressive policy so that in four years after we've got the public option, we can then fight for Medicare for all. They are regressive, folks. I don't even like this regressive left turn. That's a, a right-wing turn that they use. But like, how else can you describe them? These people that are helping Trump get elected again to make sure that these policies that are much more progressive don't get fought for. They're regressives. They totally fucking are. No two ways about it. And it's sad. Sad, sad. All right, let's continue on. Let me check the other chat. I ain't read the other chat in a while. What you got to say? He's a fucking imbecile. I guess we're talking about uh, America's mayor. Cat jumping on my TV up there. Hope he doesn't collapse or anything. Um... I just got kicked out of my house today and got my treasury check, too. Welcome to Fury Road. Yep, well, at least you got your stimulus check. Hopefully, that'll help you a little bit. I got a new kitty today. Well, congratulations. I hope you enjoy that kitty. Definitely good to keep you company during these times of quarantine. All right, let me continue on with the show. Next up, um, meow. This is a positive step for Biden. The United Auto Workers Union backs Democrat Biden for president. So, I mean, it's something, you know. The 400,000-member union said that the nation needs stable leadership with less acrimony and more balance to rights and protections of working Americans. So, I mean, you know, if unions, one of the biggest unions is supporting Biden, like, that's sort of progressive. Maybe we should listen. I don't know. They don't want Trump to be elected again. Maybe that's something we should pay attention to. But look, folks, I don't want to ignore the Biden sexual assault allegations controversy at all. Like, because I actually hope this sinks Biden's presidency. Not, no, that's not true. I don't hope it sinks his presidency. I hope it sinks his nomination for the DNC. I hope they replace him. I hope this sinks his chance to be on the DNC ticket. I hope they replace him with somebody else, like literally anybody else, except for Bloomberg. Not Bloomberg. You can't buy the goddamn nomination, in my opinion. But like, Elizabeth Warren, Cuomo, Sanders, even Buttigieg, anybody but Biden. I have no problem criticizing Biden. It's just the way you do it. You can do it in a way that doesn't help Trump get elected, right? Um, So this came out today. Apparently they found a video from, I guess, back in the 80s, early 90s or whatever it was. And Tara Reid says this is her mom calling into Larry King kind of backing up her accusations that Biden did something untoward towards her. So let's listen and then we'll discuss it. We're back. A couple more phone calls on this very important topic. Our guests are former United States Senator Howard Baker, Richard Allen, former National Security Advisor, and Lois Romano of the Washington Post. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, I'm wondering what... Um, uh, a staffer uh, would do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there. 
uh, after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. And the only thing she could have done was go to the press, and she chose not to do it out of respect for him. Right, they don't actually answer her question or anything, but basically she says that her daughter just left a position working for a prominent uh, senator, and she had problems, and she couldn't like get anything done about it. Now, she didn't mention anything about being raped or sexual assault or anything, but she did say she was having problems, so this could be alluding to a sexual assault that happened. Like, you got to make up your own mind about what this means or if this is actually her mom or what what it is or not but uh here's the thing folks like like i said i hope this sinks biden's nomination i hope they get him out of there but if it doesn't if it doesn't sink his nomination it does end up being him and trump it's up to you to decide whether you believe these allegations are true but let's say for just argument's sake that it's totally true that biden did grab this woman by her vagina without her permission should you still support Biden anyway? I hate to say this, but yeah, you should. I mean, I'm sorry, but the alternative is Trump, who literally has a court case of him raping a child, and he has 27 sexual assault accusations on top of that. So do we punish ourselves, punish our country, not pick the most progressive policies, because of something Biden did 30 years ago. Do we punish our entire country for it and put somebody in office who's even a bigger rapist, a child sexual predator? I mean, I'm sorry, it is such a shitty decision. But it's not my fault. This is the fucking parody world we live in. The ridiculous, stupid, idiotic, bullshit world we live in. So, yeah, like, it's still, there's still a lesser of evils thing, regardless we like it or not. And so, yes, you shouldn't punish yourself. You shouldn't punish the poor. You shouldn't punish our country. Because Biden is a fucking shithead. You know, unfortunately. I wish this wasn't true, folks. I wish it wasn't true, but that's just the way it is. Like, hopefully it sinks him, though, folks. Hopefully they get him out of there. Please get Biden out of there yesterday, in my opinion. And, uh, Jesse Ventura. He's been dropping hints all over the place. He's going to run for office. Now, he, he said, oh, I'm not running for office. But then on another breath, he says, well, I might be doing stuff behind the scenes. And he did say, like, last September that he was waiting until the campaign got down to two candidates. And then he was going to jump in. But he says, I keep getting asked who I'm voting for. If I'm going to endorse anyone... If I'm going to run, let me be clear. I have zero confidence in Democrats and Republicans. I refuse to vote for the lesser of two evils. Well, then you're an asshole, like in my opinion. I mean, it's like Cal Kalinske's argument that it, it's a integrity thing. It's a principle thing. It's like my analogy about you're walking down the street with your girlfriend and a guy comes up, and puts a gun in your face and he says, hey, you have to vote. You have no choice for one of these two options. Either I punch your girlfriend in the face or I shoot her in the face. And if you don't choose one, I'm going to murder you, and then I'm going to murder her. And then you're like, okay, well, obviously, I have to vote for the lesser evil. Punch her in the face. And then imagine it's like Kyle Kalinske's coming and saying, oh, my God, why don't you have the principles not to vote for any of that? Why don't you have the principles just to get shot in the face and let her get shot in the face? Where's your morals? Where's your principles? No, that's stupid. That's a stupid fucking position. You obviously have to pick the lesser evil, right? You don't want your girlfriend to get punched in the face. 
but you don't want her to get shot in the face even worse. So this is just idiotic from Jesse goddamn Ventura. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I saw a lot of people when he was hinting around that he might get in the race. They were like, oh, my God, I'll vote for Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse Ventura 2020, Jesse Ventura. And I went and looked, and he has not released a, an official policy platform yet. How the fuck you guys going to want to vote for somebody who you don't even know what their platform is? Whatever the fuck you guys are judging your vote off of, like, fuck everything about that bullshit. How do you know what he's really going to do unless he releases his policy platform? And they're like, well, he was governor 17 years ago. Just look what he did as governor. Goddamn, 17 years ago, I supported the Iraq war. I was a Christian who was a Bush supporter. People change fucking rapidly. I want to know what you believe fucking now, not what you believe 17 years ago. And that's what I would base my decision of because your public platform you're running on is incredibly fucking important. That's usually what they tend to implement. And so don't fucking say you're going to vote for somebody before you even know what they fucking stand for. It's ridiculous. Idiots. So many idiots out there. What time? Oh, God, the show's ending. Fuck. Okay, well. I did not realize it is that late. All right, last chance to get in your super chats, folks. I'm going to cover a couple more stories and do my uh, palate cleansers and then read the chat. Um, all right, I'm going to jump right to the palate cleansers, folks. Do the palate cleansers, and then I'll read the chats, and then we'll end. And the rest of this shit, I guess, I didn't get through half of my show. So I guess the rest of this shit I will end up doing on Monday, 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 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Be sure to tune in for that. And uh, let's see. Let's do this one here. Oh, yeah, this is pretty funny. Artist rendering of Avengers aged up. Yep. Captain America looking old. Incredible Oak looking old. Tony Stark looking old. And yep. Paul Rudd looks exactly the same because this motherfucker don't age. God damn it. He's drinking baby's blood. Fucking fountain the youth motherfucker. Pretty funny, I thought. And uh, oh, you ready for some fucking cute? You ready for some fucking cute? There's some fucking cute motherfuckers. Look at this shit. Prepare to all. Here's a baby polar bear struggling to get up. He's trying to get up, so look at it. He's like a stuffed teddy bear. He's trying to get up so bad. You get up, motherfucker. You can't get up. <laughs> he's trying to get up, boy. There he goes. You did it. You cute little motherfucking shit. And last but not least, we're going to cover this one. Apparently, this was uh, because of the draft. It's pretty funny. I guess this white girl got her a uh, black football player boyfriend. And he got chosen in the draft. Watch this. Shit. So the Titans get themselves a big tackle in Isaiah. So she reaches down, she hugs him, put herself in the shot, and then here comes his mama. Get up off him. This ain't your time. Get up. Get up off of him. She grabs him. Basically jerks her off of him. <laughs> this ain't about you, thought he gone. That's funny as shit. You know she don't like that white girl. Hilarious. That got uh, 6.7 million views. When mama says move, you better move. I heard that. So anyway, that's all the content I'm going to do tonight. Let me check the chats. Hope you guys enjoyed the content I put out for you. Let's see if I have any super chats. Super duper chats. All right, let's check over here. All right. uh, ben Riley, here's the link under this chat. Okay, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, Ben Riley had another one. Let me see if I can scroll up since the fucking thing is not working correctly. There we go. Those were poppies. 
Shlomis videos. All right, I'll check that out. I have to send me those on Twitter. Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One. And I will answer that shit. And, uh, all right, let me check the regular chat here. Baby Polar Bear 2020. I know that is so cute. Cutest thing I've seen all week. Um, so, God, Dusty, I missed most of the show, so I will wait for Monday. We'll just watch the repeat. It was a good show. We covered a lot of shit. Jimmy and Kyle lost my respect when they started repeating right-wing Trump and GOP propaganda. When repeating Russiagate was a hoax, just like Trump says. I know, man, I think they've gone off the deep end, but, like, they're making tons of money, so what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Shooting analogy is so stupid. I know, so stupid, but that's exactly what's happening, folks. That is choosing the lesser of two evils. It doesn't mean that you are defending the lesser evil. You think it's awful, but, like, you... If you have it, only have two choices, you should choose the lesser evil. That's just logic. Yes, Biden can win, especially if the economy continues to... Yeah, Biden can win. Biden, Biden's like up nationwide and as dumb as Trump is. Biden could easily win, but he might not. I'm not saying he will win. I have no fucking idea. Nobody knows. I thought Trump wouldn't win, and he did, so who the fuck knows? We're all idiots. Um, Cult of Dusty, if anyone replacing with Bernie, well, yeah, that would be ideal. Like, obviously, I want Bernie over anyone, but, like, I would choose probably any of the other people over Biden. If I had to pick. Uh, Kumo is not to the left of Biden. Okay. I mean, he might not be, but like, I don't think he has any like sexual assault allegations that I know of against him. So that might be better overall. Cult of Dusty, fastest two hours ever. I know it went by really quick for me too. I sure enjoyed hanging out with you guys. It's always a pleasure to entertain you. But you don't have two choices. You have more than two choices. You only have two realistic choices. Either... The Democratic nominee is going to win or the Republican nominee is going to win. Pretending otherwise is just silly and stupid because it's a two-party system. Just got to be realistic. Not my fault. I'm only the messenger. So, yes, you only realistically have two choices. Pretending otherwise doesn't make any sense. Are you still banned on Twitter? Um, I have a new account, Cult of Dusty 1. My old account was permanently banned. The one that took me 10 years to build up was banned by Shoe on Heads fan base. Permanently. And I asked her repeatedly to... Try to encourage her fans to get me unbanned because, like, TJ got permanently banned, and a lot of people went to bat for TJ. A lot of popular YouTubers went to bat for TJ, and they got TJ unbanned, even though he was permanently banned. But, like, nobody went to bat for me, so I didn't get permanently unbanned because that's the way it works. Unless you're part of the cliques and the big YouTubers like you, they'll just throw you under the bus. Fuck you. So, what you gonna do? Um. All right, any more super chats that I missed? I don't think I missed any super chats. If I missed any, I shall apologize. Be sure to tell me, and I will get them on the next show. All right, let me check the other chat real quick, see if you guys said anything. Oh, my God, that's a big, huge... Why don't you read his actual quote? Here's the link. He was asking medical professionals a question, not telling people to inject disinfectants. Yes, he was asking them if injecting disinfectants would be a good idea. I didn't say he was telling people to go out and do it. He was inquiring whether that's a good idea. But, like, he obviously should be made fun of that because that's fucking ridiculous. You don't think that's stupid, really? How dumb are you? You cannot possibly be so stupid to not understand how fucking dumb Trump is, really. And if you can't understand that, then you're a cult member. Nobody should listen to you or respect you because you're fucking ignorant. All right, smash the like button, folks. Be sure to like it. Be sure to leave comments. Kind comments are always welcome because I get shit on so hard. Uh, go watch the video on the new channel. There is a link to it in the fucking comment section, and there's also many ways you can t 
tip me through PayPal, which is always good because they don't take fucking uh, 30% like the uh, Super Chats takes. So much appreciated to do that. And also, always, patreon.com forward slash podcast, a dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford, it all adds up. I really appreciate it. We do good work here at the Human Society of Animal Sanctuary. We're going to try to keep this going and help the dogs and kittens as much as we possibly can. So anything you can do to help me, much appreciated. I will be back on Monday, folks. Monday, 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 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Got a lot of shit to cover. I look forward to seeing you guys. And as always, it was a pleasure to entertain you guys tonight. I hope you guys stay safe this weekend. I love you so fucking much. See you guys soon. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a great weekend, Raymond Dale. Thank you for the $5. Love you. Good night.